0: The best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn
1: to love it because it's the best thing going today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Georgia Players Section with Tavares King, Noshawn Marino here on the UGA Sports. YouTube channel, uh, guys. Cheers, cheers. We got, we got. I love this time of the year, guys. I, know it's, I know it's football uh, off season, but listen, you got guys getting ready for the draft. Like we had pro day today. You can see over my shoulder, you got NCAA tournament going on, World Baseball Classics going on. There's all kinds of sports going on, and it's it's just a fun time. The majors uh, right. with the with the Masters, the majors are going to get cranked up. The Players Championship just happened. The Masters going in a couple of weeks. So, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a great time to just follow sports in general.
2: Yeah, yeah it's it's uh it's fun. You see me over here sure. trying to get all, all the games on, right? Like you said, you got baseball on, you got you got NBA, uh Florida over here getting uh beat by UCF. So I mean you got a whole bunch of stuff going on right now.
3: And so the Mountain Dew. Mountain got Dew, okay. Diane Mountain in Dew. here
2: with us. Diane, shout out to you. I'll tell you what,
3: we better take advantage of all this good sports right now. I mean. Playoffs NBA playoffs are going to be coming around soon, and this is going to be dead time, ain't going to be nothing going on. So, yeah, sure, let's enjoy it right now. Shoot. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And, and listen, it's always about uh Georgia and sec football on this show for us because we're always uh tuned into it. But today, specifically, guys, it was about Georgia's pro day, and we've talked about in length, you guys talked about the combine and what that was like being at the combine um but the pro day i guess it's changed a little bit over the years because of so much of the of the fanfare and excitement but you know real quick before we bring our special guest in here and just just so you know we we see you there special guest so hold on one <laughs> second. just tell us real quick what was your experience like real quick before we bring on stench here oh uh, i mean we kind of alluded to it last week it's
2: it's uh it's a little, it's a little more familiar. You're you're back with your guys. You're back with your quarterback. You got a lot of familiar faces in the crowd, so it's a little bit more familiar. Um, you're on your turf, so it's a, it, that's that's the that's the difference, I think. Um, you know, you with you with your people.
1: No, Sean.
3: Yeah, man. The coaches um, for these NFL teams get to be a little more hands on with you. You know, Ooh. putting you through their drills and um, can kind of see you close up a little bit closer than they might have. Uh, have at the combine. So yeah, uh, it's just a good time to represent for your school and go out there and try to better some of those times that you might've had uh, if you out, if you went to the combine.
1: So you mentioned close up. This is a guy that we're going to bring on a guest that would appreciate that segue in the media business here. None cool. other than now SEC network analyst, college football hall of famer, former Georgia Bulldog, first team, all American Mr. Matt Stinchcomb, thank you oh, so man. much for joining us here live on the UGA Sports YouTube channel. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, y'all talking hey. pro day stuff? Yeah, and yeah, and it'll who pro be, day. better to have on than you were there covering it today, uh, Stinch? So tell us tell us all about it. What was the experience like?
0: Oh, it's the same as it always is. You know, guys <laughs> running around in their pajamas. Um, <laughs> Guys wear less and less. I'm noticing, actually. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's getting close to where we're gonna have to like edit some some of the video because uh, yeah. there was a guy there today. Um, I never saw him put. Uh, he never had a shirt on the whole time, and I don't blame him. Dude was Jack, so I'm sure he was trying to send a message. But um, it was uh, I think it was Landon Hunter, uh, who actually I think transferred to Western Kentucky. I want to say. Um, yeah, this, or J Hunter. Um, yeah, there's a couple of guys. Amir Speed, that yeah. guy, man, look good. Guys, he put together for a for a, a defensive back. Long, guys, he long. long. Um, but it was um, it's fun. It's fun to watch those guys. It's always interesting to see who does what and how they go about doing it. And, um, and we talked about it today. The quarterbacks are out there, and you know when Stetson or the receivers are out there working. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, uh, it's like a, an operating room. Like everybody gets real quiet. It's real serious, you know. There's no jacking around. And then when the D line guys are up there, it's like you know somebody threw a bunch of hand grenades onto the field, and the coach is screaming at them. And it's like practice. Yeah. Like nobody's like propping you up. There's no words of encouragement. Um, it's yeah. it's literally they're just like getting right in the middle of these dudes, like they're already coaching them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. it's definitely a transition, to say
3: the least. Matt, do you think you think that's a the pro day in itself? Uh, you think that's a, a time a guy can really boost his stock is in a pro day? Or is it just, hey, you did what you did at the combine, and then, hey, we're just here to work you out for the pro day?
0: Yeah, I, I think that if you're a guy that that didn't go to the combine right, or that you went to the combine and you couldn't do stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. you're coming off an injury or you tweak something. Then I think that can help, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I I do think it helped those
1: guys. Um, man, it depending on what kind
0: of pro day you put together. Mm May I
1: hurt one of them today. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. There's some, there's some buzz out there that Jalen Carter couldn't really finish some stuff today. Came in a little heavy stuff like that.
0: I I, I was was at a pro day this years ago. This is when like, um, I want to say uh Laquan Treadwell. Is that right? I think it's right. And um Laramie Tunsil and yes. Kim Dici mm. were all coming out the same year at Ole Miss. It was that crazy recruiting class. got some, some dogs. A few yeah. And Laramie Tunsil is a freak. freak yeah, I, mean, I was a freak. I did not know that he was that freaky. I knew he was a great player, but um, just his measurables were ridiculous. And um, but Kim Dici, they had questions on Kim Dici. Uh, you know, the kid was physically talented and just, you you look at him and uh, if you could put one together, it would a little, look a lot like him. And you could tell that those, the scouts that were running those D-line drills, I've never seen a pace that, like the one that they set.
3: Mm-hmm. It
0: was, it was almost frantic. It was like drill to drill to drill to drill to drill. And you're going, uh, what are you evaluating? Are you right. evaluating the drill or are you evaluating the drive? Are you right. evaluating the you know how can this dude hold up? And he didn't. They got him. And um, you know, it didn't feel quite like that today, but I saw um I was standing there with George Foster. George was there George. right after I was there, Big George, and he was in scouting for a while. And I was saying, man, it kind of feels like that Kim Dichy workout a little bit. Like they wanted mm. to see, uh, they wanted to see how he was gonna hold up. Yeah. And well- uh and you know they got him a little bit. I mean, yeah. he was gassed. A couple yeah. of those drills, you're like, "That's an ugly rep." That's, right. a, that's an ugly rep. Problem? Not the problem. The good thing for him is all you gotta do is turn on the tape.
3: Oh yeah. Just turn <laughs> the tape. Yeah, on. that
0: that that right
2: there ain't gonna lie to you. But but no. like like you said, like I was watching a little bit of of uh you know his workout, and they were man, it, they were the pace of it. Like they were. Yeah. He was he was like there's like four more reps. You know, right after they, you know, they got done. So the pace of it was, uh, was very, very, very intense, man. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how they try to put different guys through the ringer. But like NoShawn said um, a little bit before you got on, um, it gives it gives coaches a true opportunity to to you know get what they want out of a guy if they're wanting to see something out of them. So, so yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, that's part of it. I mean, you think like Jalen, he wasn't at Senior Bowl. That's a big mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of the Senior Bowl is. You know they want to see what you're like in practice. Right. I they want to see yeah. how you're. How are you going to practice? What are your practice habits? You know, can can I get can I crawl in your helmet with you and you still be able to practice? Or are you going to go in the tank and get all in your feelings? Or you know, that's that's a big part of it. I think that's a lot of what they were trying to do today. This let's just see how this dude's going to respond.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Look, that you know, Jalen Carter, he has put together such a strong resume on the field that this might ding him a little bit. And yeah. some of this is gamesmanship, right? The, the some of these personnel guys, they're already trying to push him down, right? Just to yeah. see if they can get him lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. opportunities for them or for a cheaper contract. But please please follow. But <laughs> it's uh but it, the dude can play. I mean, yeah. long and short of it is, he's the best interior defensive lineman, maybe the best line of scrimmage player in this draft. That includes Will Anderson Jr.
1: So uh, Andy Stowe here thinks he's the best player in the draft there with us uh, on here. So maybe, who knows?
0: Maybe. Could yeah, maybe. And he's getting in shape. But you know what? <laughs> we're not we're not playing any games and minicamps mm-hmm. don't start for a while just yet.
1: True. No doubt. No doubt. We got time. Well, like we said, we appreciate you being on here with with two other former you know Georgia legends here, and I know they have some questions for you. So we're gonna we're gonna let TK get get rolling right here with with one for you, Matt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, I mean, what's it been like, you know, being a member of of the media, covering SEC football? What's it been like, you know, with Kirby Smart doing his thing, going back-to-back? Back, uh, how's it been for you in there, uh, you know, on a day-to-day basis, going into work, working with guys that you probably played against and things like that, the banter and things? What's it been like just being a dog right now, honestly? Oh, well, it's great being a dog now. Uh,
0: in fact, I don't know if there's ever been a better time to be a dog. It's always been good. <laughs> right. It's pretty great right now. Um, it's funny that you say member of the media. I said something like that today. I can't remember I was talking to. Was, uh, Mark Slaybaugh and a couple other actual journalists. And, uh, <laughs> and they kind of took exception to the fact that I was lumping myself in there with them, which the truth is, <laughs> I'm not looking to be a member of the media. Yeah. Um, it's fun to talk about this stuff and, and, and do games and all that other, but I'm not looking to go any, through anybody's trash. Um, but it's this ride, as far as watching Georgia football, um, especially the past couple of years, you know, it doesn't get any more fun than this. I, I mean, I can't help, but think about Kirby's first year, mm-hmm. um, in 2016. And that was not a good year. I At mean, 85. I mean, no, oh, it was and it was a bad five. You yeah. know, it's it's the Tennessees, Vanderbilts, Georgia Tech's, Floridas, mm-hmm. all the wrong ones. None of the right ones. <laughs> yeah. And uh and you're like, man, that's one heck of a he had quite a few foul balls in that first year. That's it, I'm not casting aspersion, but literally was you're going, that was not a great start. It mm-hmm. was like G day and then almost downhill from there, you know, you win the Whatever that game's called, the Chick fil A kickoff, kickoff versus UNC, and you're like, Here we go. Okay, man, this, this is what it's going to look like. And then you darn near lose to Nichols. You probably should yes. have lost to Nichols, Absolutely. which is maybe no, it's the crazy. Worst- I forget that. Oh, it was a horrible game. God, I forget that. That's crazy. Yeah, we did that game. I mean, that was the first game that uh, that I did with Coach Smart. You know, with Kirby as the head coach, and you're going, they had to bring in Grayson Lambert to convert like a third and fourteen to preserve the victory.
1: Hey, didn't you, you also do Lambert. the Kent State game this year?
0: Yeah. Did the hey, State man, you might have. What,
1: you might have. What's, yeah, what's up with that?
2: Oh I, man. I, I
0: don't know. Were y'all there for the end? Because, you know, Georgia did win that game by 22 points.
2: Yeah, we did. I feel That's it. It looked a little rough, though. I, you know, I didn't like...
0: realize this. Maybe I'm on here with three media members. I didn't know. I thought there were two <laughs> former players on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? When, when Stetson and those dudes were talking about y'all said we were going to go 7-5, and five, maybe that was y'all. What? No, no, no. I, I we always was right. Hey, no one's right. Here's what's funny to me. They must have brainwashed those dudes last year because nobody, nobody said they were going seven and five. Nobody. I didn't, nobody. That. I didn't <laughs> nobody. But they had it in their head, man, these guys think y'all are sorry. You're going you're gonna lose five games this year. Nobody said that. Nobody came anywhere close. I can't think of anybody that said that they would lose more than two. And the people yeah. that said two were you know, uh out the street. Yeah, restoring. <laughs> <laughs> Dory Dory had Kentucky winning the division for crying out loud. So <laughs> hold on, Blaine, you had you had the boys
2: up I, there. I had Kentucky
1: up there. I thought they would be good, but I, I thought Georgia definitely would win the division. No, Sean. Uh, yeah, speaking for of sure, that, you you got you're going for number three, Pete. Now you got a question on that?
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, speaking on Georgia, and you said you've been watching them for you know for a while now. But what are your thoughts on you know their, their quest for this for this and um, thoughts on them having to you know, replace some some big O-linemen, o- you know, with Broderick Jones and, and Warren McClendon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the O-line piece of it, what was interesting today is, we're you know, we're looking at Broderick and you're like, Broderick started at left tackle this year. You know, obviously he was in there at left tackle last year in the championship game uh, and rotated through. But, you know, Broderick rotated out at times this year. And we're talking about when the games were still, you know, in the balance. This isn't mop-up duty right. where Marius would come in there. Um, you know, Warren would rotate. I mean, those guys, they're talented enough. They've emphasized the line of scrimmage enough to where you can rotate a guy who's going to be a first-round pick. Um, that's pretty remarkable. That is amazing. You know, to ever take him off the field, to ever to ever take that dude off the field when the game's still kind of in the balance, um, that says something about your depth. Uh, that's for sure. And I ran into Coach Searles, and he that's didn't my see – he didn't seem too worried about it. No, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah, right. you know yeah. Sam's gonna get them boys right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he's happy to be back at Georgia. I'll yeah. say that without qualification. And he uh yeah, he got him right for sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not worried about that part of it. They do have a real good chance, I think, at three Pete. Um mm-hmm. and part of that's a function of you look at the balance of the conference, right? There's there is turnover at Georgia. Obviously, this will be the first campaign that they will have for a national championship since twenty seventeen, anyway, with a new quarterback. Um, You know, it has not been completely stable with Stetson Bennett, but Stetson Bennett has been available. Now, whether he's been the starter is a different story. He was not the starter for the entirety of the past two seasons. Um, This was really the only year where he came into it where they thought that he was the guy, right? And kind of had to earn his way out on the field uh, a season ago. But this is the first time where he's not available. So there is no security blanket anymore, right? There is no, you know, if an emergency, you know, break glass, Stetson isn't on the other side of that pain anymore. So what does that look like? And yeah. Coach, you know, Coach Bobo being the play caller, I've got zero concerns with that. That's my dog. Um, I know y'all, both of y'all are familiar with him. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I hold Mike in really high regard. I'm not the only one. Anybody that knows knows ball does. But um the other the big piece is the other teams, you know, the other teams that are having to deal with this and the biggest mm-hmm. contenders, right? And and that includes, you know, if we're gonna lump Tennessee in there as a contender now, which you know maybe we should, I guess, um, at least versus most teams. Because I guess. Um <laughs> is uh well they came in big talking this past oh, year. Oh yeah, I yeah, got yeah. fixed in short order, but um, but that is that's a program that uh I mean, they microwave that thing. That sucker was, it was dead. And yeah. um, what they were able to do in short order is pretty remarkable. Uh, so I do think that they can be, they're in position to contend versus most um, and you give them a, you catch them, you know, you walk out there on an off day um, yeah. and they'll, they, they'll beat you for sure. Um, but they got a, they've got turnover at quarterback and at coordinator, uh, Josh Heupel's offense and all those things. But Golish was the one that was calling those plays. So, um, I do think that that matters. I think it matters the turnover at Alabama. You know, I think it matters that the turnover at quarterback, um, you look at those the contending teams, you know, LSU, maybe, I guess, you know, Jaden Daniels is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the coaching staff is intact. Do you like the balance of that roster? Um, yeah. I, I don't know that I do not as much as I like the one in Athens. So long answer to say. I think you can get out of this conference with a championship this year and if you can get out of the SEC with a championship then you're in the playoff you don't even have to win the play, the championship we've seen that two years in a row
1: absolutely well you've given us your your best uh analyst analyst uh, stuff here and we greatly appreciate it you <laughs> yeah. know, we're gonna get off the beaten path here a little bit and we, you know went through and analyzed a little bit of your Twitter you're a little bit active on Twitter you know you more active than most over there and I saw you uh you know saw you post some stuff so we're gonna we're gonna me and No Sean kind of go back and forth here. I got <laughs> one for you. Who is your favorite musician and why is it Chris Stapleton?
0: <laughs> hey, y'all heard that man sing the national anthem. I don't think anybody could touch what Whitney Houston did. Mm-hmm. And if anybody could, it would be Chris Stapleton. I don't know if he did. Um
1: yeah. no I'm getting
3: me. went crazy now.
1: Yeah, not, not quite <laughs> me. I think the tweet was that you would you would tear up like listening to him seeing the, the description on the tag of a of a mattress or whatever's written on a mattress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, you said it was uh it was fantastic. You were retweeting Herbie. So that was that was great content there. No Sean, what's yeah, the, yeah. the next one we got for him? I
3: love it. Well, no, yeah, we saw something also about this love for mayonnaise, man. I, I need to know the the, the the thing about this this mayonnaise deal and then secondly i hear you you have this steve spurrier uh impersonation you might as well do it in the steve spurrier so why don't you tell us about the,
1: <laughs> the great qualities of mayonnaise as steve spurrier, steve spurrier. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah okay
3: yeah uh, yeah yeah
0: well uh you know mayonnaise uh, it's uh, versatile and uh you can put it on a put it on a sandwich and uh you can make uh make sauce out of it mix it with some uh, ketchup that's good i like that with my little catfish and fried shrimp and so forth and uh, no gator tails don't eat those but uh but like that like the mayonnaise it's it's uh smooth and tangy at the same time uh, which is important to me i like to I like to mix it up a little bit we don't just run it we pass it and it can't just be smooth or tangy it's gotta be both so uh
1: yeah. i like the mayo and if you don't well uh that's your problem, not, not, not mine. I love – that is fantastic. And guess what? I love the fact – the way That's that you cold. put it on Twitter, you said it is the bacon of mm-hmm. condiments because you said it will go with bananas, with tomatoes, with whatever. You can put I mean, it on
3: anything. It mean, doesn't point, mean it's going to be good, but you can put it with a lot of stuff. No shot you – don't, you don't like mayo, no
0: shot? No, I love mayo. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I, mean, did, I didn't
3: like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where we're headed with it. <laughs> yeah.
2: And my which, last, which mayo? Which mayo, though? You go Dukes. With I mean, you, you and can and eat stuff. the
0: other stuff. You can eat the other stuff, right? But it's
1: it's Dukes.
0: I oh, mean, I if it. you're going to do it right, you get Dukes.
1: Speaking of speaking of Mayo, do you blame some of uh Shane Spur, uh, Shane Beamer's uh, outburst on the media on the CTE that those people gave him at the Duke's Mayo Bowl by hitting him oh, in the man. head with that? I mean, they <laughs> killed him <laughs> with that thing.
0: Wasn't that bad? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Mayo is heavy because those two kids could not handle that a <laughs> yeah. bucket of uh, of Mayo. <laughs> uh, nah, you know, Shane, I, Shane just likes to mix it up, doesn't he? I mean, he's not scared to, to, to he's maybe the Yeah. He'll pop off a couple of times. Well, I, I will say, yeah, they've, uh, th- there's been some interesting comments about his hires and stuff and you're sitting there going, my land, y'all, I, I'm not so sure that in they have a, a, an accurate perception of that program and where it was. And, yes. um, you know, Coach Spurrier, I think probably gave them a little while this this false sense of I mean, three years in a row, eleven wins, only division title. Um, nobody else has done that, and and nobody's really approached it since. Um, so, there there might be a, a little bit of a reality reset that needs to happen. And Shane Beamer won games this past year with smoke and mirrors. Mm.
1: Yeah, uh, we're gonna let TK ask you one more, and then I'm, uh, we know you got a couple causes that are close to your heart that I want to let you, you know, talk to people about and stuff like that. But TK, go ahead and uh, th- that last one you got for
2: him. Uh, kind of a two part question. What's what's been your favorite game you have called? And then, um, you know, do you get to pick most of your games? Murray, Murray said he had a Georgia He thought he had a Georgia game, and you and he he thank you he think you kind of big dogged him for
0: it. <laughs> <A> little seniority. <laughs> Murray's full of it. <laughs> he, uh, hey, that's true too. Murray, Murray texted me about that, and I, I, I didn't even. I, and now I'm trying to think. That wasn't even me. I so no, I don't. Uh, I don't angle for the games. Um, I mean, I have my wishes, right? But they don't care what they are. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, the my favorite game, actually. The I don't know. There's a bunch of ones that were fun. But my favorite one was the um, – we did the Texas A&M-LSU seven overtime game probably oh, wow. four years ago or something. And they yeah. ended up they changed the rules because the game would not end. Um, and the big dudes, I mean, the, the linemen were just out there for decoration. Those guys were done, <laughs> undone. I mean, who wouldn't be? But it was uh, – that game probably stands out um the most that was a lot of fun and you know uh and we weren't supposed to do that game now think about it we didn't lobby for that game we we're supposed to do another one and something happened to the other crew they had to do something. can't remember so we were you know pinch hitting and we got a seven overtime maybe instant classic so that was that was fun but yeah Murray I told Murray he needs to quit <laughs> crying I didn't angle for that game. <laughs> Yes. i can't remember which one it was kent state or something and you're like who's angling for georgia kent state so <laughs> yeah he was, um, he was he was a little he was a little sad about it he was like Man, it I wasn't even on television merge. now, I, think now, think I, now, now I remember that game wasn't even on television that game was like the streaming Plus. Yeah, yeah, it was like oh. a streamed game or whatever so no he uh yeah he hit me on that and i <laughs> i had no idea what Happened. I, I can't remember why we ended up with that again. i was glad of it though yeah for yeah.
1: sure Go they're on. not great and uh we wanted to give you a chance again we appreciate you so much we know your time's valuable thank you for coming on wanted to let you share i know you know a couple things uh you're close with you know uh children's of atlanta and then the georgia uh transplant foundation you know if you want to tell people how they can you know support either one of those
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Children's health care of Atlanta is a great one. I mean, all y'all have been involved with it yeah. too, right? Every time we play Georgia tech, we usually go visit kids in the hospital when you're at, in school and still playing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, both of y'all know Sean and Tavares have been great to us uh, when we were doing the countdown to kickoff events back in the day and um always really supportive of that. Murray uh, is actually on one of the boards over there, the sports network board and um, helping coordinate some of that. it's a, you know, the universal demographic, guys, we talk about it all the time where, you know, you might not be a kid, you might not have kids, but at one point in time you were one. And um, there are kids now that need help and they need help in the most uh, impactful and meaningful of ways. I mean, um, literally life-saving procedures that are going on over there. And we have one of the greatest um, pediatric healthcare care um, systems in the country. And it just happens to be in our state, um, which is an amazing blessing and one that we can't take for granted. So it's worthy of our attention. That's for sure. Uh, so that's helped a lot. It's choa.org and they, we're doing events throughout and, you know, we did the mystery footballs, um, this past year, that was Murray's idea. It was a great idea. Um, and, uh, there's a way we're, for folks. They, I think it's 250 bucks and you can get, who knows what, uh, type of signature you never know. Um, And so, you know, it could be a Kirby ball. It could be, who knows? You know, it could be uh, uh, Nick Chubb or uh, Jake Fromm, or maybe we need to drag you two into it at some point in time and get some on there. So it's um, it's a great cause, and I appreciate you uh, giving me an opportunity to talk about it.
1: Uh, no, no worries. Thank you so much yeah, for sure. coming on. We'd love to uh, maybe have you back on after after we get through spring and summer as we're getting into the real ball as you're getting ready to go out. We don't just talk uh, Georgia; we talk all SEC. So we may uh, do a little SEC kind of wrap around with you before the season if you're if you're good to come back. Yeah,
0: no, that'd be fun, guys. I appreciate you having me. Yeah,
1: man, appreciate coming thank, on, thank you coming on, Matt. Thank you, Matt, true legend. Yes, sir. Appreciate you so much.
3: All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, awesome. We'll see you next awesome. time. Awesome.
1: All right, that is Matt Stinchcomb with us, the College Football Hall of Famer. Guys, that was awesome. I mean, the Spurrier impression, talking about the greatness of Duke's mayonnaise, I think is one of the all-time was, moments on Georgia Player section.
2: Yeah, it got to be. That was, that, was, that, was, that was top tier, bro. That was, that was top tier. My boy came on, too. I was he like, sounds oh, just he's,
3: like
1: him now. He needs nah, like "I like
3: that. I can't even do it. Man.
1: I love how you mixed in and went, you know, we, we we don't just run it, we pass it too, you know. <laughs> Things like that. Like he goes from mayonnaise to talking off it. So it was it was fantastic. So much appreciated, Matt Stenchcomb. And like he said, make sure to go and support uh children's health care of Atlanta. Great cause. Uh with, with you know that that hospital down there, what they do, uh just it's tremendous. And like you said, you may not have kids, uh, you know but everybody was a kid at some point and all those kids, you know, deserve the the best out there. So, uh, so great, great calls. Um, But guys, now we're going to transition here to what we're talking about this week is the biggest questions that each SEC East team has to answer, Uh, you know, coming into, coming into this season, kind of in spring ball, summer, what has to be answered and we got to start, you know, with the – as, you know, as Paul Heyman would say on uh, WWE, the reigning, defending <laughs> back-to-back national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. So, guys, uh, what's, what are some questions as they they cranked, cranked up spring ball yesterday, you know, first practice. Um, so, what are some questions as – not only former Georgia guys, but guys who are now—you know—we've been covering the SEC for the last year and a half together on all this stuff. What are, what are you kind of looking forward to seeing?
2: Uh, away from the obvious, I'm gonna start with the best of the best—the good guys, uh, playmaking ability out wide. I mean, you got Ra Ra Thomas um, and, and, and uh, Dominic Lovett co- coming in off off the transfer transfer portal. Um, definitely looking to see what they can do, how quickly they can emerge in the offense. Obviously they've been in the building, so they know um or should be aware of what to do, how to do it from a playbook standpoint. But obviously, you know, given the given the opportunity to do it on the field's a little different. So I mean it's um it's gonna I wanna see what they can showcase, how they fit into the to the game out wide. Um we know we got big playability down the pipe down the pipe balls with uh uh brock bowers so just excited to see what you know how those two can play and emerge into to the offense for sure
3: hey yeah, sean what, what do you what do you got man yeah man i uh, shoot the obvious honestly um the biggest question is that quarterback position you know who's going to step up um and emerge and, and come out with that with that job we all think it's going to be carson beck um <clears throat> but he has to prove that you know what i mean and this is the time to do that in these spring practices and this um, practices leading up, um, to the G day game pretty much. So, um, that's, that's my biggest one is the quarterback, but of course, you know, the RBs, you know, I want to see what Dijon going to do. You know what I mean? Um, Edwards and see what, see what Milton could do this year as well, but we got a stable of running backs in that room. So I feel like, you know, if, if those guys ain't doing what they're supposed to do, man, um, You know, Branson Robinson coming there, some of the other uh, younger guys can come in and maybe make a splash, right? So we're pretty deep in that running back room. So I'm just ready to see them compete and go out there and do what they have to do.
1: Yeah, Chris Taylor in here with us as always. We appreciate you, Big CT, being in here with us. And he says, uh, I wonder how much adjustment to Georgia culture they'll have to make as portal guys. He's talking about. You know, uh, dominant love it. Rob Rod Thomas coming in. Listen, Rob Rod Thomas had a rocky start right off the bat. It, mm-hmm. Listen, the charges got dropped and stuff like that. But anytime there's a domestic altercation, that kind of stuff, it's a it's got to be a learning experience. TK in terms of just learning, you know, from situations in life and trying to move forward. There's still some things he probably has to work through on the campus side of stuff. But as, as far as we know, been cleared. Kirby said he's cleared to to practice all that kind of stuff. Anticipation is to play. But how? You know, you guys didn't deal with that as much when you were at Georgia because the transfer portal wasn't a huge thing back then. Guys could transfer, but they had to sit out a year. But how do you, as a guy with new guys coming in, how do you, you kind of navigate that with them learning, fitting into the new culture?
2: I mean, within your unit, I guess you just, I mean, I would always just take a guy under my wing, a new guy. Um, and, and more so, especially in, in the league, I guess you would say, but, but, you just take a guy under your wing, try to teach him the ins and outs of, of how we do things where here, um, and what's expected of you here, um, what not to do, uh just just to just to, just because you know he's there for a reason. So you want to want him to thrive and have be the best and work work to his best ability. So you want him to fit in. So just just that. You try to just take your hats under your
1: wing. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. No Sean.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they, the guys got a lot of time to get in there. You know what I mean? Get in there, uh, learn true. the playbook, learn the terminology. And if, we talked about this in in the past where it's, you know, it's still football. You, it's not like you, they're going to bring out a new route on you, TK. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've mm-hmm. ran that route. We just called it something different. All right? Oh, so yeah, now you're just learning that terminology. And, and, and the guys will get caught up, um, caught up to speed pretty quickly. Absolutely. Hey,
2: hey yeah. backpedaling. I'm ready – I'm ready to have a, a a no San Marino running back like you know one of them one of them styles we need one of them we need one of them back. Every day,
1: I, I don't know that they make those. They, they, I,
3: I, oh, look played, I Don't make them i don't
1: know that they make those anymore. No, Sean ran like he did He just didn't care for his own life. You know what I'm saying? Like people <laughs> don't, don't do that anymore. Hey,
3: that boy. Yeah, that. He, hey, yeah, he, they don't do that anymore, man. But it'll be. I don't know. We lost the
1: microphone there for a second. You good? I'm.
3: St- I lost. I'm good. I'm back. Yeah, okay, you good. good? You oh, cut sorry. out for a minute. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You would think, um, you know, uh, Branson, you know, I love the way he runs. He mm-hmm. runs really mm-hmm. strong, you know what I mean? And I want to see what a whole season of him looks like. Um, so he he has, he has that the capabilities of being something special out there. But I mean, we're running back by committee in there. So it is a lot of backs in there. That can, I feel like he can get the job done.
1: He Yeah, he's special. And listen, People don't need to sleep on the fact that if Andrew Paul comes back and is able to be healthy, I think Andrew Paul yeah. will be able to contribute because he was doing really, really good things before he tore his ACL last year. So, um, you know, it's just all the confidence that so you got to get through on that. But they, Kendall Milton, uh, you know, Dejan, Dejan Edwards and mm-hmm. Branson Robinson, that's not a bad trio of running backs to, yeah. to have going on. And then Chris Smith and and uh, Keely Ringo have to be replaced in the secondary. You pointed that out. Um, TK in our in our notes here but hey they do get Dan Jackson back uh from from injury so Dan brings oh, yeah. a lot of he brings a lot of experience back there so um what what are your thoughts on that with uh, you know maybe some maybe some of those young cats like an AJ Harris or or yeah. uh you know D- and Everett those Jo-Neil. kind of guys Joe Neal
2: yeah, yeah I was Jo-Neil. about to say yeah. hold on now Joe Neal don't forget the guy but yeah, but yeah. but you said it bro you said a big word experience um and dan jackson dan uh dan jackson made a lot of plays um the year before was always around the ball and i think he was always around the ball because he just knew what was going on chris smith last year was a big part of that back end communicating back there getting guys right so i think that will be missed so i'm looking to see who emerges back there um for sure obviously like you like you mentioned dan will be there but you got it yeah, you got to see who emerged. Looking over here, backpedaling. I know we going over everywhere, but Ro- roseme Jack Saint, Did yeah. y'all see him today?
1: Yeah, he was he was running he was running routes for uh, for Stetson on the in the pro day. He Looked pretty good. Yeah, he did. Caught him a little one hander.
2: My boy mm-hmm. Steady threw it threw it a little little late. Caught him a little one hander
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's I,
2: that's I, I, a little late, <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little late. Yeah, he saved him. Made me look good. Right. Uh, <laughs> so he did that but no um how, yeah how's that even work
1: well i mean you know there there's they needed guys to run routes so dylan bell was out there running routes for him you know and then even stetson's brother was out there running routes for him The uh, walk the uh, walk on in he was out there that. running routes said, for him. But a lot, a lot of the guys were in class they said you know like they really they just didn't have a like aaron smith i think ran a couple for him and things like that so um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be you know, interesting to see how George answers those questions in the spring, and and then you know we'll kind of we'll kind of uh, go for go from, go from I'll there. You, and I and tell,
3: like. tell you what, though, fellas, I mean, a lot of these young guys coming in, they're going to probably have to play a role. They're going to have to play. <clears throat> we talked about AJ, you know, Harris, but I, I think of a guy like a, a Jordan Hall, um, mm-hmm. someone that's going to have to, I think, come in and play. Big boy,
1: hey. So you talking about guys uh you know doing pro day that before they come out like a Rosemary Jack saint TK
2: yeah 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 that's what I was talking about I was like how does that even work because I, I didn't but, know they changed that rule I saw I saw Alex uh said they changed that rule a couple years ago I didn't know they changed that rule so when I saw him it, it just threw me a little bit I was like damn, what
1: the heck so no no uh, to to your point no Sean some of these young guys that you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> that are playing you know what I'm saying yeah. they're out there. Now, the young guys like Dylan Bell, who was just a freshman at Georgia, he's out there particip- participating in Pro Day. So That's, that's interesting, what, though.
3: That's, that's the okay. crazy
1: thing. That's the crazy thing. You come to Georgia, you could end up maybe playing early, and then you're going to go to Pro Day, and you're going to help out with somebody else. The crazy fact is, is that last year, it was supposed to be Stetson Bennett throwing at Pro Day for George Pickens. But he had some class stuff he had to take care of, so – he didn't get to make it. Carson Beck threw. So, Carson Beck has already thrown in a pro day. Isn't that crazy? He hadn't that even is wild, him. bro. He hadn't that even been so the wild. starter for Georgia, and he's already thrown in a pro day. So, it's it's, it's nuts. Uh, but, anyways, um, moving on to the team that I think – I'm really high on in the SEC East. What we're doing is SEC East oh. questions. <laughs> oh, going with the Kentucky Wildcats here. So, questions for the Kentucky Wildcats in 2023 – Listen, we all know that Devin Leary's coming in. We know Ray Davis is coming in. We know they have that trio of receivers, TK, that is immensely talented. Mm-hmm. Barry and Brown. Uh uh, I miss I miss Tavion Robinson. Tavion, yeah. They've got all those guys coming in. They got Liam Comb coming back. But the question is, can they protect Devin Leary? Because exactly. they didn't they didn't protect Will Levis worth a darn. I mean, he was getting that dude, he's gonna have Nightmares. He's flinching all the time. Like just, he couldn't stop anybody. It's like a sieve. Yeah. And that's I mean, and that's I mean,
2: obviously, I think all us probably have the same yeah uh big question with these guys, and that's the old line because the old line play was so so bad last year. But I mean, true. I mean, I want to see if this quarterback is is what you say he is, Blaine. You done, he's,
1: he's the truth. He you is done, hashtag you done, Is you the
2: two truth. feet down him? He should have. Did you she don't want that. She don't want that two footed bad boy. She don't want that dos zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying?
1: Dos zapatos prediction: Devin Leary will be the single most impactful transfer in the SEC this year. so he like
3: he, like he
2: like the, he like the Jameer Gibbs.
1: Yes, that's, that's oh. what Kentucky's getting. They're getting a guy who can take their offense to the next level. Because <laughs> as, good as, as good as Will Levis was in potential, Evan Leary is actually that good in execution, okay? And sure. if they're able to protect him, they brought in Marquez Cox at tackle, okay, a transfer from Northern Illinois. They brought in Tanner Bowles, a transfer from Alabama, to help shore up that offensive line. They have Eli Cox coming back, okay, at, at, at center, I mean, they've got the pieces there, and they have you, TK. You said it. You know that receiving core is yes, legit. If yeah, Devin, they, if they can they, give Devin Leary time to get it to those guys, can, and with Liam Cohen back at at offensive coordinator, Kentucky could be dangerous. <laughs> offensive. You, you keep saying, you
2: keep saying, if 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 a if was a fifth, we all be <laughs> sousing <of> the <laughs> balls. We all be drunk, well, bro. Okay. No, bro. Like. It, it I don't even I think it's more so on him, bro. Cuz you said he ain't a runner. Like like Will Levis. He's before. not. So Do You so, throw on the so team. If they, so if they go go ahead. Go ahead. So if they can't if they can't block. He
3: yeah, can't run. They can't block, they can't protect them. Uh uh blaine It's going to be some trouble, right? I mean, you can kind of agree with that, no? I mean, but yeah.
1: Uh, I can, but I think they will be better because of the pieces they added. Okay. is what I'm saying on offense. Yeah.
3: Okay. We're, we're, you know, for me, I'm always the kind of person that you got to prove it to unless you've been there the year before, you know I mean? And you got a little track record. I'm like, all right, I like that. Let me see what you can do. But if you brand new, you got to show me. And when I throw in that Devin Leary Jones, I mean, when I throw in that tape, it ain't, it ain't jumping off the tape at me like a, like a Jaden Daniels did. You know what I mean? He, he jumped off that tape, not only with his legs, but you could kind of see it where I'm like, well, if they can get that arm under, under wraps, he can be something special, and they did last year. He didn't have that many picks throughout the whole year, so I mean, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Man, I'm not gonna say anything yet, but you like and, Ray yeah, Davis, though. I love the yes, I, I love Ray David, I love that pick for him. Um, and, and I think that helps him. I help, I think that helps out of De, uh, uh, Devin Leary,
1: yeah, no, no doubt. Um, but I, the only reason I think Devin Leary too is going to be is one, I think he's a, a guy who, listen, he was. I know it's the ACC, but he was carving people up. He was breaking Philip Rivers' records at, at NC State. I mean, that's saying something when you're able mm-hmm. to – Phil's mm-hmm. one of the greatest of all time. I mean, legitimately, he's he's just mm-hmm. so good. And, uh, you know, when Devin, when Devin was over there, he was doing his mm-hmm. thing. Now he's going to come into the ACC. He's got three immensely talented receivers. So, the big question is, can they protect? On defensive yeah. side of the ball, they have to replace DeAndre Square – they have to replace Joquest Jones in the middle of that defense on on the uh, in the in the linebacking core. So guys like Trevin Wallace and Derrick Jackson have to step up. Can they step up? That's mm-hmm. going to be a big question uh for them right there. So I think those are kind of the main questions uh for Kentucky. Anything else before we move on to uh to Tennessee? Tennessee's our next team we're gonna hit. Uh, that ball went
3: to nah, we, right peak. there. We're gonna be watching them real closely. Yeah. Just know that like, most
1: impact. impactful Dose Zapatos prediction, most impactful SEC transfer. I thought definitely. you were gonna go
3: that he was gonna be in the Heisman race. You didn't
1: you didn't say that? Oh, he, you gotta you gotta you gotta win pretty much all the games be in being the Heisman they ain't gonna win all the games. Okay. okay. So okay. so they're they gonna okay. win all the games. Um all right now with Tennessee. Okay, I think the big question is, how do you handle the eight million dollar man, Nico? I am a because, you know, you pay somebody uh, eight million and I don't care if it was in NFTs or Bitcoin or whatever it was. (laughs) They they ain't getting all that to come pick pine out of their behind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, The the boosters are going to be trying to trying to get them in there. And then you got Joe Milton, who's over there. Uh, slinging touchdowns and decapitating people in the third row every other time—you don't know which one's going to happen. So, what what is y'all's? Do y'all think the quarterback situation is the biggest question? Is it TK? Is it some of those receivers that they've got to, you know, replace? What is that? Uh,
2: quarterback is a is a question because of what you said. Like they're not just going. Money, money obviously talks. Um, so so if if Joe, and this ain't happening. Because hit the button two feet, my boy. Hit the button. Uh, hit here the we button. Go. T- uh-uh.
1: She don't want that. She don't want that two-footed bad boy. She don't want that
2: dos zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? Man, I said it earlier. Yeah, earlier. This was one of my dos zapatos earlier. I said Joe Milton was gonna have a good year, but I'm gonna stand ten ten toes down on top of your on top of your head. But you know, I think Joe Milton has a better year. Than Devin Leary, I
3: love that.
2: one. Yeah, I that. and I and I like it. I like it. I like it because it because Joe Milton's been in this offense. Joe Milton, no, <laughs> Sean. He you, said you he said, did. let me write it down. Write that down, my boy. <laughs> <What? laughs> write it down. No,
1: Sean, yes, you got to go, Andy Stowe, You'll appreciate this. No, Sean, you got to go, Chris uh, Chris Jericho style. Get you one of the click pins <laughs> and just hold it up. And when you get ready, click and start start writing down this thing.
3: Check me out. You though. just
1: made the list, Andy Stowe. You know what I'm saying out there?
2: <laughs> Check me out. He's been in the offense, bro. And not only has he been in the offense, bro, he's coming off a, a, a incredible ball game. And I feel like that momentum is just gonna carry over, bro. If they can get, if they can replace the receivers out wide, um, that's one thing Devin Leary has going in his favor. If they can replace the receivers out wide, I, I like Joe Milton, bro. I like him to be the guy he's earned. I feel like he's he's set. And earned the right um, to to be kind of like a Carson Beck, in essence, to be deemed the starter right now. But um if, if that money situation doesn't, doesn't hang over his head, hundred percent, I think he
1: has an incredible year. Yeah. No, Sean, I got I got to ask you a question, my man. Yeah, okay, man. so listen, I know that I know Tennessee made it a little tough sledding on people running the football last year.
2: All right,
3: all right. But
1: let me read, but let me read you some stats, okay? In twenty twenty two. Tennessee was 91st in total defense, not because they couldn't stop the run, but because it was like, you know, I mean, just air, air mail on them, just at right and left. They allowed 405, pass, 405 yards per game, 290 pass yards per game. They allowed an average of 27 points in SEC play and – they allowed 450 passing yards in a single game three times to Florida, Alabama, and South Carolina.
3: Are they going to be able to (laughs) keep people from just throwing it past them on this defense this year? That's the thing. Um, And they're they're losing a lot of their secondary pieces. And, I mean, even another good player like, you know, Jeremy Banks, he's leaving a linebacker over there. So it's like losing all those pieces and not having – I mean, for having a great season as they did last year, I mean, you, you said the numbers yourself, man, it wasn't pretty. So it's, it's, it's alarming to, to, to kind of think about and to kind of think about what they're going to do, you know, this next season on that defensive side. And I mean, I wasn't even really thinking, I was thinking about the defensive side, but I was, I was thinking about those receivers I think are going to be losing. Um, that's going to be a, a real big hurdle to, to, to overcome. And I mean, I, Brew course is still gonna be there, right? Brew is still gonna be there. Yeah, right? Brew okay, will cool. be back. Brew so I, back. I think that's a huge for them, Brew being there. And then also the running backs. I mean, to be able to still have you know Jabari and and uh Jalen, Jalen, uh Jalen, Jalen Wright. Yeah, having those backs still, man, in the backfield was gonna help out uh tremendously, I think. But they have some pieces to fill. All
1: right, no, no, TK, we're gonna give No the honors on this one because we got to. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We got to. These it's these, it's are, the these are these guys. If you haven't been watching us for the last year or so, NoSean adopted the Missouri Tigers close to his heart last year. Like he was just they were he was just tied, you know, head, hip, and heart with them. I mean, he was all in it with them. And uh, and now I think he's gonna be I what I tell you this week in our in our pre-show call, No Sean. What I say to you. Uh
3: about them boys having those people coming back. You talk about?
1: I said, I said, I think I, I think you were just a year too early because I'm running oh, this year. Well, Missouri's gonna
3: be strong now. No nah, I wasn't a year too early. I saw it last year because I saw that all those <laughs> underclassmen were gonna be playing. I was like, man, they they had some experience the year before, and now those guys are gonna be playing again, okay? they they go they gonna show me something and they did and then, show me, show <laughs> me. And then this year they have all the a lot of those guys coming back, right? So they're gonna have something to prove. Um, so I think they'll be out there doing their thing, but can uh, can 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 Brady cook? You know, what I mean, take the next step. I think, and he's losing a big piece with with, with Dominique, and, you know, Lovett leaving. Um, so that's going to hurt him. But well, does think- he
1: hold on to the job too? Because he's got Sam Horn, who's from Collins right. Hill here right. in Georgia, that's going to be competing with him. Jake Garcia, who transferred in from Miami. And you know, TK, they don't just transfer guys they gotta, in. Now. They got they
3: got to win it. They got to win the job. They, so still, still Brady's. Yeah, still Brady's to lose. But, I mean, at the same time, not having the backs that he had last year there as well, I mean, it's going to be I, – I don't know. It's going to be a tough tough year for my Missouri Tigers, man. What? Listen, I'm
1: not going to go quiet doses of Zapatos on it, TK, but I'm going to tell you one thing. This Missouri defense is going to be maybe the best defense that Georgia plays on Listen, their schedule this year. That's just
2: what I was about to say, bro. I said I think I think something that helps this Missouri team is the defense. Like, they they – as you mentioned, NoShan earlier, they they were young last year, mm-hmm. and they get a lot, a lot, a lot back. Um, and like, you know, they played Georgia better than anybody. Really? <laughs> <laughs> better, better than anybody. I think. No, am I wrong? We were texting. Am we were I in wrong group, in saying that? Am I? No, wrong we're in, in a
1: group text. That? We're in a group text during that game. All three of us, and and we're like, this is this is about to go down. Like, they, like they're they're about to beat them. Like it was it was. Here is the thing. Malachi, Malachi Starks saved Georgia's Ooh. undefeated season catching that guy on the one yard line and then not letting him in the end zone if he if he lets up for one second and 10 and they I think they, that would have made him go up by like 11 at that point that that's a whole different ball mm-hmm. game so listen Missouri listen they should have they I think they won seven games seven,
3: right
1: seven games mm-hmm. last year uh they lost a game they totally shouldn't have lost to harson in that dumpster fire over at auburn that just complete terrible game that they played against auburn they lost the georgia game which arguably like you said tk they they should have won i mean they were they were real close to being a nine <laughs> nine ten win ten. and then for three and a half quarters at tennessee they gave tennessee fits and then all of a sudden it was just joe milton going blitzkrieg on them <laughs> throwing it down the field uh so we we saw the good yeah. joe uh, come out there they but, played a
3: lot of teams close, man. They, t- they played Kentucky close, Florida close. They yeah, no doubt.
1: Teams close. My question is, and both of you guys know how electric Luther Burden is. Georgia fans know Luther Burden well because, you know, everybody thought Luther Burden was going to Georgia. Like a lot of people, you know, it was right there at the at Missouri and uh, Georgia head-to-head in that recruitment. He decided to stay closer to home. Um, but Luther Burden didn't get a whole lot of touches early mm-hmm. in that game. Eli Drinkwitz has brought in Kirby Moore now as an offensive coordinator, who was at Fresno State with uh, Jake Hainer, who who had a great career out there, and he was a former wide receivers coach. TK. So when you got a OC as the wide receivers coach, you know, or a wide receivers coach as your OC, you got to think that Burton's Burden's going to get to rock a little bit earlier.
2: Yeah, for sure. And then um, Dominic Dominic coming coming to us, and just the opposite. Him saying, I think that speaks volumes. You got to think that they're they're saying. You, you're going to be the guy you're, you're going to touch the rock a, a good bit um so i definitely think that uh i definitely think that he will i mean you got to know that they're looking to get the ball in his hands because he's he is he is special
1: no sean when when you talk about missouri too one thing you got to bring up is you know did they have that winning culture was a question well they brought it they brought in theo Wees from oklahoma who's a you know a four-year veteran guy and say what you want about Oklahoma last year, but in years past, Oklahoma has been a winning program. So my question to you is, do you think Theo Wees can have a kind of uh, elder statesman type effect on that locker room and help them out in that, in that way?
3: Well, you know, I, I think so. And at the same time, you know, when you get some new faces in, you get some, uh, kind of new voices to listen to, it can kind of spark you, you know what I mean? When you're hearing the same voice over and over again, you just kind of can kind of tune out. So, you know, get some new faces around there, some smart guys um, that can get in and show you something different um, is definitely a plus. And uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how these new guys coming in, you know, transfer and some of the younger guys come in and, you know, buy into that culture over there and continue what they kind of building on last year.
1: Absolutely. Now we're going to uh, turn our attention to the fighting rabbit ears, as I like to call them, because they're led, <laughs> they led by Shane Beamer, uh, who any, any, little, any little comment by the media, he seems to be jumping on it. Dude's got terrible rabbit ears. Like he's going after – an SEC head coach going after people on Twitter. If Kirby Smart did that, you know, one, the internet would break down. If him or Saban did that, I mean, it would just totally melt. But I just don't think that's a good look. It shows that you're not really – keeping the main thing the main thing you know what i'm saying uh tk if you're if you're worried yeah. about that stuff on okay. the outside yeah
2: i mean especially the negative stuff like if you if you if you could keep it you know positive then and then i think it like kind of like a or play with it a little bit kind of like uh my man lane train does a little bit with people exactly. um then i don't think it would be that big of a deal but like yeah if you t- if you if people getting under your under your skin. That you don't even know. It's kind of, it's kind of,
1: kind of weird. Yeah, so, <laughs> go, go, you got something, no, Sean? No,
2: <laughs> Not really no I, thought, I
1: thought you were getting there. Sorry about that. No, no, uh, so, mm-hmm. South Carolina question in twenty twenty three. Number one, where is the consistency? And I think that starts with yeah. Shane Beamer. Okay, because I'll be honest with you, he's been. Or a head coach it's one thing to be emotional right kirby is an immersion emotional coach like you've heard those speeches and stuff like that you've heard nick saban can go off on people in practice and all that kind of stuff but i think on game day you need your coach to kind of be that calm you know in the storm you know what i'm saying kind of the rallying point for everybody now you can get fired up and things like that when something good happens or show some emotion when a bad call or something but it just seems like beamer is an emotional roller coaster all throughout there, and I think his team reflected that because if you look at some of these losses, of course they get blown out by Georgia uh, early in the year. Then they lose to Missouri, a game they probably shouldn't have lost last year. This year maybe a different story. They get blown out by Florida. I'm talking 38 to six, blown out. Then they beat the crap out of Tennessee and Clemson. So I mean, where's the consistency here, <laughs> TK? You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a little crazy, but I think that that starts at the head the second helmet, which is the quarterback, um, all year long, it was kind of just roller coastery for, for a Spencer Rattler. So I think it starts there. Like what, what, who are you going to get? What, what Spencer Rattler are you going to get? Um, if you get, if you get the guy that, that finished the season, this team is probably looking, looking to, to do some special things, uh, in the East. Um, but, uh, yeah, consistency is definitely key, bro. Uh, in this, but it's, it's the, it starts at the Q spot.
1: No, Sean. I mean, can they replace Marshawn Lloyd at running back? <laughs> he transfers out, and Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell was a tight end and ended up running the ball for Ray him. Run- <laughs> like, exactly, so
3: running back, man. Man, that's gonna that's gonna hurt them. You, you know, you hope that maybe they get a transfer in later, or maybe they have something up their sleeve when it comes to a, a young guy coming from high school. But losing those two players, man, which was arguably, I think, your two best players. Man, it's gonna be. It's it's ugly, you know. What I mean, and it wasn't pretty with them, so um, <clears throat> man, it's it's a it's a tough loss for them and, and Spencer Allen and, and that offense. But that uh, TK and Benjamin, man, it's gonna be um, all on his shoulders and see what, what he can do and if he can kind of, you know, take what he did at the end of the season and kind of run with it. But it hurts losing those two.
1: And, No, Sean, another one of your uh, favorite aspects of that team last year were the two corners. I mean, they just balled out at the combine, Cam Smith and Darius Rush, and now they're without those two guys. They could just put them – that's such a huge benefit for a defense when you say, okay, you two are on an island, and Mm -hmm. then we're going to figure it out in the middle with the safeties and our linebackers and mixed coverage. But Cam Smith could lock people down now.
3: Exactly. And you saw – if you watched the combine, you saw the way that he was running – um, the way that he was breaking in some of those routes that they were doing out there. I mean, I love, love seeing this. So yeah, it's going to hurt losing those guys, man. So now what do you do? Um, you can't uh, depend all on your special teams because special teams won them a couple Woo. games last year's, you know what I mean? So it's like, you hope that phase of the game stays, but man, um, they have a lot of work to do on both sides of the ball.
1: TK, your point about uh, Spencer Rattler, you know, a lot of times the quarterback's only as good as how good you are up front. That man got sacked 20 times in SEC play alone last year. Uh you know, got to have some improvement up front kind of similar to what Kentucky did last year.
2: Yeah, yeah, very similar. Obviously, you you know in our league, we got all kinds of folks coming off the edge. So I mean if, the, if they don't get it right there then it, it ain't going to be right. But yeah, I mean again, it start it start with it start with the Q. Do you guys
1: uh, notice the the order I was doing these in too? Y'all, y'all got me. Yeah, any I, I, that? I got. I, I I need to wonder why. Not necessarily. Yeah, I need to wonder why these the... boys is
2: last last because I would have flopped this. I would have flopped it. Uh,
1: I ain't flopping them. I, I after what I have seen, I tell you which team's going last. <laughs> if Florida's going last, Vanderbilt's going before Florida. You want to know why? Because Vanderbilt <laughs> beat Florida last year. That yeah. means you know what Rick Flair said: to be the man, you got to beat the be man. man. So Florida, guess what? Vanderbilt is your daddy right now because they took you to the woodshed last year. And, uh, Vandy has AJ Swan, a Georgia boy coming, uh, you know, went to Cherokee high school, um, you know, came in, stepped in and, and played for him, but you know, they do lose Ray Davis. No, Sean, uh, that's a big blow to him. So I, my question is, you know, AJ Swan, listen with, with the undersized offensive line and stuff like that in front of him, I think he kind of made do, you know, he's got shepherd up there at receiver, Mm -hmm. uh, Nice target, but he only completed fifty eight percent of his passes. So, I mean, is that the biggest question for them? Can AJ Swan, you know, take that next step?
3: Uh, I mean, start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the question. I feel like for all these teams, for man, you can honestly go down the list and and pick out all the teams except maybe like two that are going to be having that's going to have a quarterback battle, and that we have questions uh, about. And this is no no different, you know. AJ has to do better than he did last year. Yeah, I like that his picks was down, but you also didn't play the whole season. Um, is Mike now is Mike Wright going to still be there? No, or Mike Wright
1: trans- Mike Wright transferred to Mississippi State. Ooh. Yeah, Mike Mike Wright transferred to Mississippi right. State. We'll have to do a yeah, we'll have I'm to do a show like in, the, we'll to to a show in the summer called uh, "Just Put People's Face on the Screen"
3: and and then let <laughs> everybody guess where are they
1: now. Right. You know, because, because yeah. everybody's transferred all over the place. I know but, that's uh, a,
3: that's the tough part, man. Losing a running back like Ray Davis also hurt them, and so um, we were big on on these teams coming in la- next year, uh, last year, but this year is just, is just not looking pretty.
1: TK. Five point one six yards per carry they gave up on defense. Listen, I know they don't have the biggest dudes up front in that front seven, but gotta get be better than ninety-six overall and run defense, right? If if is that is that the biggest thing can they improve uh in terms of stopping the run in the SEC? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hmm.
2: you ain't you ain't gonna win no game being ninety six overall. Um, and definitely not gonna win a game in our league. That's what I mean, that's what we that's what we kind of pride ourselves on. Um is being able to kind of impose our will on folks if when we need to. So if, if they allowing it,
1: it's gonna happen. What what was the comedy special? Uh I can't remember, was it I'm trying to think as a man dude got arrested up here in Gainesville. Cat Williams. Cat Williams was it was it Cat Williams that said a poor little tank tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's what I think about when I think about the Florida gators this year. Wow. Poor little Tink-Tink, because I'm just telling you, they're losing Anthony Richardson, who we all know now is is him, right, in terms of his athletic ability, because it's been unleashed at the combine. And, heck, there's even people saying that he could end up going number one overall, all that kind of stuff. But my question is, if they couldn't be productive with Anthony Richardson on offense, good Lord have mercy, what's going to happen now that they got uh, Graham Mertz uh, in there, Jack Miller, who hasn't played, what is this Florida quarterback situation mm-hmm. and, and this <laughs> offense as a whole? Because, TK, you look at that wide receiving core, too. There's no names on there that just, there's no, no. guy that can change the game. Mm-mm. Yeah.
2: it,
1: it – <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's, it's, str- it's Struggleville down there, not Gainesville. Uh, yeah. Str- struggleville. Because I mean, you, you got you. Again, I mean, you you alluded to it. You can't you can't win games with a guy like Anthony Richardson. I don't know if you're gonna win them with a with a Graham Hurt Graham Mertz. I saw. Bro, I'm be real with you.
0: Mm-mm. Uh
2: And that's and that's and that's plain and simple. But Billy, Billy uh, Napier has his hands full right now. And and again, like you said, No Sean, this is another situation where the quarterback just kind of comes into play.
3: And that was my question, though. That's the thing. When we this is the question, right? What's what do these teams have to overcome? What do they have fit to face coming into the season? And I point straight to the coaches, because like what you said, Blaine is you couldn't. Oh, they wait. lost
1: a ton of coaches this year. After losing Florida, lost a bunch of their assistants. they, they uh-huh. to the NFL and to mm-hmm. other colleges. I mean, it's a to- it's almost a total. You know, t- you know,
3: turnover of the coaching staff too. Exactly. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking at what can they do now, especially like what you said, TK with with Mertz. Listen, I, I put Darren Leary and Mertz tape on to at the same time. I, I watched Mertz first.
2: Please, Tur- God turned that, it dude. off quick.
3: Yeah, turned it off very quick. But when I turned <laughs> on Leary's, I was just like, Man, it was okay, just that was bro. What I was, what, I was, was <laughs> what I'm saying is that I wasn't blowing out the water. I was just like, okay. Decent throw. Oh, okay. We'll see what he could do in the SEC. So but yeah, with that quarterback uh I'll situation going
1: on, there, on on No and What do you think just, about Devin Leary? No I, one
3: cares. I, <laughs> I wanted it. to do that. I wanted to do that when we, when we had uh styles on, but you you flipped on so fast I couldn't even get it in. But uh so yeah uh, Bro. Hey, it doesn't he, matter. they got etn still over there running back they still got him all right he didn't transfer right i was no, he's still out. there he's all still right, cool so he's still there but another year another year that they might struggle you know especially after all those coaches leaving so i'm putting it I in mean, the
2: coaches it's just weird too like is that not is that not like a good destination even not i'm not i'm not even talking as a player like oh part is a armpit a, this is
1: the armpit for, of the southeast
2: it is for awesome. a coach I'm saying like university, I like just.
1: Oh, I thought you like, meant the town.
3: Yeah, mm. no, i mean, Is it? That's a good, good question though that Andy asked though. How many games? If they start losing, how many games they giving Bill Billy until he got of there?
1: Oh, well, they, they, was, they-,
3: they was trying to fire him last year.
1: They got to, you know, they got to keep it. They got to keep him around because they can't afford to buy out because they've already tried to pay, you know, some high school kid thirteen million dollars and didn't have the money for that. So they Mm -hmm. surely they they can't afford his buyout. Mm -hmm. They lose, they lose Alex Page. They lose four offensive linemen. I think they lose four out of their five offensive linemen for last year, and that was Florida's strength offensively. They ran the football. I mean, they could run the football. They could. The little little freshman running back, he he, he impressed me. Uh, uh, Etienne, uh, Etienne. Etienne, yeah, that's what I'm talking man. about.
3: Etienne
1: yeah. had Etienne had some uh, had some man. had some yeah. wiggle to him. He was here's, decent. Here's the other thing. You know the recipe in the SEC to win. It's not hard. You got to be able to stop the run, and you got to be able to run the football when you want to. Yes, the passing game has evolved to what it is, but if you can, if you can stop the run, and then you are, can be efficient when you want to run the football, you got a shot. Right. Sure. I don't know that Florida's gonna be able to run the football as well with losing, you know, four offensive linemen. I believe it's four. It's three for sure. I believe it's four. Yeah. Um, and then they my- could not stop the run at yeah. all last year, guys. Yeah. Five yeah. times they gave up over two hundred yards rushing last year. And you know, I mean, goodness gracious, uh, that in the SEC that's just not gonna get it done.
3: Definitely yeah. not. And Hold then up. you lose a piece like Trey Dean, you know, what I mean, I think he did well in the uh, combine as well. I mean, you lose a secondary piece like that, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough out there.
2: Yeah, he, he, hearing all that, what my boy on life say, you, you was right when you said what you said. We ain't gonna ever, we ain't go ever get out of this place. <laughs> well, they, Yo, gonna if, be, they gonna look they go they it's it's bad down there. Like, yeah. Hearing all that, like hearing that the culmination of all that is you was right putting is. is Montrell right? still you there right? though,
3: Johnson? Is he yeah, the think, other running
1: back? I think Montrell's back. I'm not okay. I'm not positive if he's if he's back or not. But guys, we have covered exclusively, I mean in depth here the SEC East. We're gonna do the SEC West next week. We're gonna try to have you another fire guest, but I cannot. Imagine that we will have one that's able to top Matt Stinchcomb. Yeah, guys, that was absolute blast. He broke it down. It was it was fantastic. Listen, if you don't already subscribe to the YouTube channel here, because we're we're making that push to thirty six thousand, the biggest Georgia news outlet out there is this channel right here. We're going for thirty six thousand, uh, and it's all because of you guys. We appreciate you tuning in, Andy. Alex, uh, you know, Tim, all the, the main guys, CT, everybody who's in here with us, uh, Ms. Diane as well. Um, you know, all of you, all of you, we greatly, greatly appreciate you tuning in here. Um, so listen, do us a favor. Tell your friends, every Wednesday night at 8.30, we're going to be in here live. We're going to be chopping it up about Georgia football, ACC football. Um, guys, anything you want to leave the people with before we sign off here? Any, anything anything on your mind? Anything coming up over the next week? What, what you got?
3: Yeah, I just remember Blaine said that Devin Larry's going to win the Heisman. Just, just remember it, fellas. Just remember. It. That's what he said. I did not say that. That is a lie.
1: I, that's heard. I, I, I never know. said he's gonna win the Heisman. I oh. never said he's gonna win. The, by the way, that would be a great topic to go. Heisman candidates in the SEC are top. Maybe that's an elite eleven, and maybe that's an elite eleven Dude, we I go with. Like elite eleven, it's like coming it. up. It's coming up. All right, so we got we got some content coming up for you guys. Appreciate everybody tuning in for my guys, TK and No I am Blaine Gilmer. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. On the Georgia Player Section with Tavares and Noshawn on UGA Sports.com. The best in this sport.
0: Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Woo!